What's going on, you beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the What's Your Opinion podcast. I'm kind of going to low energy. I literally had high energy maybe like five minutes ago. But literally, apparently, fucking World War II wants to happen on my front yard. I got the fucking lawnmowers coming out of nowhere. It's not the fucking morning, people. I'm literally recording in the afternoon. And then I have fucking the Palitero Man coming out. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden Ice Cream Man wants to come out of nowhere and says, You know what? I just want to make noise for no reason. Not, school's not even out. School's been out for like an hour, I'm sorry. And yeah, there apparently should be kids around here. Now, I'm in low energy right now for the intro, I swear to God. But again, welcome to the podcast, guys. You know, it's me, Eli. I'm literally laying in a bedroom right now, chilling. I should make the podcast like this from now on. Yo, eventually when I go into like video format, it should just be me on a bed, just posted with nothing but a soda or water. I like water. You guys like water too? I'm not going off right now. But yo, water sounds fire right now. I should get some. Oh, there's some right there. Never mind. But you know, and just me posted on a bed and just literally talking my shit for like 45 to an hour or 35, however long I make these episodes. But I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I'm having a pretty good week. I hope uh I really want to say appreciate you guys again for turning tuning in to the sports episode on Monday. Uh we made um some cool numbers there. It was like 50 in the first hour, so I really appreciate it, guys. So, yeah, continue to support. It's awesome. It means a lot to me. It's crazy. Like, the past maybe three weeks, since I've kind of been doing this on a consistent basis, you guys have been mad supportive of the episode, so I really, really do appreciate that. But overall, uh, like I said, week's been pretty cool since Monday. Uh, my mom and I, we just finished watching Captain America Civil War. That was so... I, I, I forget how good that movie was and stuff. If you guys haven't watched that movie, I kind of want to know, whose side were you on? Were you on Captain America or were you on Iron Man? I'm on Iron Man's side, to a degree. But then again, I understand on both sides. But again, I'm on Iron Man, Tony Stark, the dude, lotta, lotta. But a ton of things have gone on. My Oakland A's, they've been kicked out. What happened? Like, the last two months of baseball, Oakland A's just didn't know how to play baseball. So now, Giants... It's all up to you. I still owe my grandfather everything. I made the, I made a promise to him anytime the Giants make it to the postseason, I got to root for them. So Giants, I'm rooting for you, buddy. But overall, that's pretty cool. NBA is literally like a week or like almost a week or two away from that. Uh, UFC, I believe in like three weeks, we're getting a new UFC event. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Max Holloway just got announced for December 11th. So I got to watch the boy Max Holloway. But overall, with sports, like, dude, we're, and again, Teofimo Lopez, like, I don't get it, man. Why you gotta be, I really wanted to see Teofimo Lopez this week coming up. But I guess the joke is continue going. Deontay Wilder is this, uh, this, uh, this dude, the tail end of the year has been just astounding fights. Do y'all agree with that? Let me know, because, yo, we're literally almost a month away from a Canelo. But overall, you know, it's been pretty cool. You know, I've been chilling. I've been, I know, I've been chilling. I've been vibing. I've just kind of been uh, watching a couple things. I haven't got I haven't gotten to a new anime yet. But I had recently bought a couple volumes of Fire Force. If you guys don't know, Fire Force is like my number one anime right now. Sucks that uh, there's not gonna be another anime this year, but most likely will be next year when they finish the manga. I I believe they finish. They will finish the manga by December or early early next year. And then we'll get the entirety next the the season the series finale next year. So shout out to the the legend Atsushi Okubo. 
I bought like four volumes. Dyed my hair too. I really like my hair. I really like my hair blonde, bro. Like I can pull it off. I'm like an olive. I'm like a nice, like light brown skin boy, but with a dark tint. Does that make sense? I I, I really don't know. I'm really going off right now. But you know, time makes money, and you guys apparently the message you guys give me sometimes saying I say some of the most random things when I put these episodes out. And that's just because it's literally on top of my brain, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but overall, I think I've said overall like four times already. But you know, it's just who I am. I've been watching this show. I do want to dedicate an episode to the show. Everybody's been talking about it. And that's Squid Game. Uh, people that don't know, Squid Game is a brand new show on Netflix. I think it's only a week and a half old at the moment and by golly man it is probably i'm gonna say this right now that show could be it may be the greatest show netflix has ever like gotten as an original i'll say that wholeheartedly like netflix it's a career netflix did their netflix did their thing with it shout out to the people that directed it the story writing on it it's just amazing you really have to genuinely connect with these uh with these characters and people that don't know what this show is is it's it's almost like a game show where you remember the challenge and like yeah like the challenge from like MTV like before it got all shitty it's like that you do uh really weird challenges and yeah you win but essentially you win money at the end of the game you win about 45.6 billion won and that's the Korean currency I'm not pretty sure what that is in our currency but still it's a lot of money and, you know, it's crazy uh, to think how far people would go, you know, to get that money. Uh, yeah, you have to connect with every character there. It's it's genuine. There's a couple characters you hate to see, but there's a couple characters there that are just like, man, I love this character. And it makes you cry. There's only one episode I ever cried on, and that was the Marvel episode. I'm just going to say this. There's like a challenge. <laughs> there was a challenge on Squid Game where I think it's called Honeycomb Cut or whatever. Where it's basically a big thing of caramel in a cylinder, like in a cylinder case. And they give you a needle and you have to cut the symbol that's in the middle of it out without cracking it. If not, you die. I'm like, golly, man, if somehow like Mexico got a hold of that, like if they did a game show like that in Mexico and they're just like, yo, here's this Masa Pan de la Rosa, open it without cracking it. I'd be open it without crumbling it. I'd be like, just fucking kill me, bro. Me just looking at it and sniffing it causes, like, six cracks. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting show. Uh, I, for the show as itself, it, it leaves a lot more questions than answers to a degree towards the very end of it. Uh, like, oh, how'd that person get here? What are we doing with this person? That guy's the real reason for all this. It, it, it's, a, it's a very complex show that's very, very great. Uh, I definitely give it a ten out of t- I give it a ten out of ten. Definitely go watch it. I'll make an episode about the show, uh, probably later down the road. I don't want to do it just yet. I kind of think I want to like if you guys are like, if, I do give it a huge recommendation. I'll just say this: if you guys are into like shows that are like hour long episodes, this is the show for you. This is why I recommend it. It's just so well written. And that's pretty much been it for like what I've been watching. I haven't really been watching anything else lately. I kind of want to get back into Ruby, but I just haven't gotten the time for it. I have everybody... Like, Ruby, I got to pay attention to. I genuinely like it. 
But, you know, I'm going through the process of, you know, cleaning my room out. My grandma, my grandmother is, you know, moving in with us for a little bit. So I got to give my room up for her. And it's going to be pretty cool, you know, have my grandma. It'll be just like old times, but I'm like an adult, <laughs> you know. But there's a couple things, uh, like the main topic I want to talk about today. Which was uh, earlier this week, about four, about three days ago. Um, R&B singer R. Kelly was convicted of a lot of things. But before we get into that, I, uh, what was it? I had another thing on my mind too, which was the whole, oh, Twitch. Oh yeah, Twitch. Before we get into the main meat and potatoes, which is the R. Kelly episode, the R. Kelly part of it, I kind of want to talk about Twitch for a quick second. For people that don't know what Twitch is, Twitch is basically this, um, streaming platform where you can... If you're a gamer, you can go stream on it or whatever. They recently just made this uh, this quote-unquote testing ability as to us like little streamers, such as uh, my buddies. Uh, shout out to my co-host Alex. He's a very small streamer, but he's picking up again. And just like a bunch of my buddies, uh, Anthony, Marcus, Antonio, uh, Robbie, like they're very small streamers. But they're constantly growing like every day because they stream every day. But now they have this system. They're trying to implement this system as to, you know, trying to grow small streamers. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you get to you have to they put this implement called uh, notice me or something like that, where if you pay to boost your stream, you're now on the front page of Twitch. And I don't get how that's like growing your page. That's like seeing like, a, you know, those Instagram ads where people, you can pay like 15 bucks to put an ad on and it goes on like everybody's feed. What are the chances someone's really going to click on that? You know, I see no purpose in it unless like it, you guarantee, like you're guaranteed, like, cause like you don't guarantee anything. You just put there. What if nobody wants to watch you play fucking solitaire? What if nobody wants to see you play in a war zone and you're fucking killing it in a war zone? You know what I'm saying? Like. It doesn't guarantee you shit besides I'm in the front page. That's just ridiculous to me. You know, I, I, I don't like it. You know, you get no monetary gain out of it besides if people decide, oh, that looks interesting. You know, if you can guarantee views like, oh, if you get this, you know, you're put into this, you're put into the paid program and like there's a thousand, there's like 60,000 people that are in, that are viewing right now in the paid program. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. Because, dude, like, I don't get what Twitch is. Like, Twitch is so stupid, like, when it comes to, like, putting down the band hammers and stuff. Like, no, there's there's chicks straight showing ass, nipples, and titties. I said nipples and nipples and titties go together. Shut up. And, you know, they don't get banned. But a dude can show his ass cheek for, like, two seconds because he's pulling up his pants. And he's banned. It doesn't make any sense. Like, they are so biased towards women. It's, it's insane. Like, a dude... It's so hard to be a dude that a dude streamer than a chick streamer. All you can literally do is be in a hot tub, show a bikini, and if you have like literally B cups, you're you have like six thousand off the rip. You know what I mean? Like it, it's it's stupid, man. But I don't really know. That's really what it is like with Twitch. That's why like if I decide to do streaming, which I would love to do by by like next year or whatever, when I get like a, a better computer 
and actually like build a schedule around it and not just, oh, I'll stream here and then never stream for like two weeks. Remember how like the podcast was like months ago where I would post like one episode a month and promise you guys, oh, I'm going to stay consistent, you know, like we're going to get there and then literally won't post for like a week to almost a month. I think there was a period in time where I almost didn't post for like two months. I think so. And I'm just like, well, then that sucks. And I want to be more consistent. So when I like, that's like what it'd be like to be a YouTuber, like to be consistent and all that stuff. I would love to me. I think there would be no better way to show how awesome that would be to grow on Twitch or YouTube, like just straight fucking like from nothing and then just grow. No, you don't know. No one famous. You just put the, you put the work in. That would be dope. Eh, but that's like my thing on Twitch. Uh, you guys look into it. It was like trending on Twitter for like like a whole day or whatever. But what I really want to get into now, which is the meat and potatoes of the podcast. The main course, you could say. I gave you the appetizers. I gave you a salad. Now let's get into the steak, meat and potatoes. Let's get into the steak and potatoes. Fuck meat and potatoes. The steak. Which is R. Kelly. People that don't know and have been living under a rock for like ever, R. Kelly is by far... We can say, I, I should say used to be. Because for a while, I would always say he is one of the, if not the, greatest R&B singer of all time. I say used to be now because this man is going to prison for a very, 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 very long time. Because this man it was convicted earlier on Monday or Tuesday on racketeering and sex trafficking. Let me get comfortable for a quick second. Sorry. Rocking the bed. Ladies, don't get jealous. This can be you one day. So I'm looking up this thing, and I looked up on CNN. And I don't care what you guys say. Oh, what are you looking at CNN for? Shut up. It's a link. So the caption is on, this is on CNN, R. Kelly convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking by a federal jury in New York. People that don't know what racketeering is, it's basically just making money, uh, extort, uh, extorting and basically just making money that's on a non-profit and just consistently doing that. Like, and that's a team-organized situation. And I had this conversation with my mother. Shout out to my mama. You know, love you, mama, if you listen to the podcast. I hope you don't because, golly, I say some shit on here. But I'm just saying, like, we had this conversation. We had, like, a really deep conversation about this. And I think it's pretty cool how, like, sometimes, like, me and my mama have these moments of, like, adult, adulting, adulting, I guess. Where we actually have like mature conversations about it and actually, because I like to argue with my mom all the time. Let's, just, I, I, I like to face the facts. I think my mom's right sometimes where I just straight art to argue with shit, like about the dumbest things in the world. But that's what it is. But we had a really deep conversation about it and we understood each other's points. Like I understand both points of this R. Kelly case, whether you hate him and you hate him for it or you just still listen to his music. But this is what I'm here to talk about today. Um, the R. Kelly convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking by the federal jury in New, in New York. New York CNN. Uh, the jurors have found R&B singer R. Kelly guilty of racketeering, including, including acts of bribery and sexual exploitation of child. Ugh. Disgusting. This is a disgusting dude. It's insane. Along with separate charges of sex trafficking. In this federal case of the Eastern District of New, uh, of the in the Eastern District of New York, faced by a total of nine counts, one count of racketeering with fourteen underlying acts that include sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, bribery, sex trafficking charges, and also eight additional counts 
on violations of of the Man Act and sex trafficking law. That alone is like that alone and like my mom said, we do with these famous people, sometimes you have to give them like the the benefit of the the benefit of the doubt. And it's not saying I didn't do that. It's just like this dude is kind of known for doing dumb shit like this. But like not the racketeering part, but like s- sexual shit with minors and shit like that. Like we already know. Like my thing is this: I've stopped supporting R. Kelly, the man. I just give him the benefit of the doubt ever so often because sometimes w- do people do look for checks. But at this time, these people really legitimately came out on that, and I just stopped supporting him like two thousand eight. And shit like that, but let's just continue this for a minute. Um, of the while Kelly was found guilty of nine accounts, one account of racketeering, eight counts of the fourteen order under da 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 da. Oh yeah, the violating the Man Act, the fourteen underlying acts, racketeering count needed to be found guilty at least two to be convicted of that count. Jurors found prosecutors had proven all but two of the fourteen underlying racketeering acts. Today's guilty verdict forever brands R. Kelly as a predator who used his fame and fortune to prey on the young and uh, vulnerable and the voices of his own sexual uh, gratifications, said Joaquin uh, Kalulisis, acting U.S. attorney from the Eastern District of New York. R. Kelly is a predator who used his inner circle to uh, ensnare underage girls and young boys and women for decades that's that is so disgusting bro like 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 little little boys and there was one of them that came out saying he got this dude from like a mcdonald's parking lot what the dude what the fuck is r kelly doing at a mcdonald's of all things this motherfucker is rich and yeah he's like i'm gonna go to mcdonald's and get little dudes that's so fucking stupid like mcdonald's fucking parking lot make a mcdonald's parking that alone sounds stupid in itself and yet they came out with it let's continue she said the victims were brave for coming forward and telling their stories which is very very true there is another uh underlying uh just another branch of this real quick there's someone in the vintage community right now uh, i think it's called the world i'm forgetting i don't want to say it wrong because i don't want you guys going after going after the wrong person but there's this person on the internet and you uh, specifically IG where he's been sexually assaulting women and beating them up. Dude, this guy's lucky he is not in the Bay Area. We would have had his ass already. I, I think I posted it on my Instagram, which you guys should follow. About like he's just the, the scumbag of the world, man. Like it's disgusting. I don't get how people just be like, yo, I just want to beat women and sexually assault them. That is so garbage, my guy. Like, for real. Let's continue. Um, the victims in this case, your voices were heard and justice was finally served, she said. Attorney Gloria Alfred, who represented three of the six victims who testified at the trial, said Kelly is the worst predator she has ever pursued. First, he used his power and celebrity to recruit vulnerable underage girls for the purpose of sexually abusing them. That'll, like, it's crazy to think, like, people like that... What the fuck is with people and underage women? You look at fucking YouTubers. You look at that fucking James Charles dude. Like, he was sexually, like, being weird. Like, sexually with, like, 17. Not 17, I'm sorry. 16 and 15-year-old boys. 
Like, dude, you're a, a famous makeup artist. You can literally have any dude you want in the world. And yet you go after young cats. Um, there is this fucking piece of crap, uh, mini lad who I used to watch when I was in like, this is like prime middle school, early, early high school days where he was a funny ass gamer. And sure enough, shit came out where he was sexually assaulting and being weird with minors. And those minors were 12, 13 years old. And that's just like, dude, like, you know what you're doing is wrong, but yet these girls don't understand. These girls or boys don't understand and they're just thinking like, oh, you know, it's them. Maybe I can, if I do this for them, you know, they, this can put me in the spotlight. Like, these people are so fucking, like, like, uh, like, innocent to this, you know? Like, they just think there's another reason for this. And it's disgusting, bro. Like, I hate when, I hate seeing those things like, yo, like, what is, what is with you people? And like, you can, you have so much money, you can get anybody you want. Yet yeah, you go after underage, like, girls and boys. That is disgusting. Continue, uh, underage women uh, sexually abusing them. These were not the May through October. These were not May through October relationships, which is what his defense attorney wanted the jury to believe. These crimes were against children and some adults. It's weird, bro. She said the verdict was also a message to other celebrities who prey on others. This was a message. Just how the NFL made a message out of Michael Vick. You know, even though it wasn't his, even though he wasn't there, they wanted to make a message out of him. We're going to lock you up. We're going to ban you. And then you're going to get locked up for two years. But Kelly did not have any reaction to the verdict when it was read to court. According to his attorney, he was not expecting this verdict. What the, f what the fuck, bro? Like, this man really thought he was going to get away with this. This wasn't like 2003 when he, remember 2003? Or like the 2004, it was a 2003 or 2004 case where uh, there was the vi the videotape. Like, come on, bro. Like, you thought you were going to get away because you got away with that? You were lucky you only got away with that at that moment. Attorney uh, Devro Kinnick, I'm going to call her Kinnick, said outside the court, the court of the government, cherry-picked evidence to support its narrative. Did not cherry-pick anything. You didn't get to see what we saw in the terms of discovery. You didn't get to see all the uh, the inconsistencies Kinnick said. We said our, sum, uh, our summation that the government cherry-picked their version that they thought would support the, uh, the continuation of the narrative. Kinnick continued to say, why would he expect the verdict given all the inconsistencies that we saw? And this is the thing, like, he, their sentencing hasn't been yet. Hasn't, uh, the sentencing hasn't been given yet, but Kelly could face... You know, on the report, he can say, face decades. I think he should serve life. You know, the jury made up the seven men and five women began deliberating Friday afternoon. And all Kelly could face decades in prison sent at, at sentencing, which is scheduled for May 4th. The verdict comes 13 years after R. Kelly, who was named Robert Sylvester Kelly, um, Sylvester Kelly, was acquitted for child pornography charges at an Illinois state trial. 13 years after. What was that like? Uh, 2021. Uh, give me a moment, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Trial began on August 18th. And that's pretty much it. Like, there was more things my, my mother couldn't, uh, 
my mother couldn't give me the actual link that she said because there was a lot more with the, what the victim says. Like they're saying, like he was going on tour, like world tours, and putting these these underage kids in hotel rooms, telling them literally dictating their lives and stuff. And that's just sick, man. Like these kids don't know any better. But then a lot of people like to defend these vic, like to defend R. Kelly, which to me doesn't make sense whatsoever. You can't defend this man. They're just like, oh, like they're, you know, they're just being fat. Like they be fast. And it's like, no, dudes, I had an argument with this chick on Twitter because they're saying, oh, I'm like 22, damn near almost 23. I'm like, I turned 23 at the end of the year. And I'm literally having this conversation, not a conversation, an argument, I would say, with this chick. And she was saying, oh, you remember like, remember back in the day where like your mom or your dad is like, oh, don't be hanging out with them fast ass chicks. Like the term fast. People that don't know, like, what fast is, is it's, um, you know, like, girls that, you know, like, I could be 13 and she 13 and she already having sex. I still play with fucking, and I'm still playing, like, computer games, you know? Like, I still think the WWE is is real and she already here getting piped at 13. And, like, everybody knows except me. But I'm hanging out with her and my mom's like, yo, don't be hanging out with that fast ass chick. Like, I don't need no grandbabies coming around. I'm like, all right, cool, mama. Like, I ain't thinking about that at all. And you're like, oh, she, uh, like fast is just a term made by old people just to shame people. I'm like, no, no, it's not. Yo, yo, like being fast is like you acting like you grown as shit, thinking that you 15 years old and you, you're 15, 17, you're 15 through 17 thinking you can date someone in their 20s because you think you're mature and you're not listening to your parents. That's just being stupid. But you, but you think you're mature for your age because you think you know everything. And don't say like, oh, I wasn't like that. We were all like that when we were teenagers. But you know, me, our, me us as, uh, as my siblings and me, I can say we, de- we definitely listen to our parents. Like neither of my sisters, like besides my little sister now, you know, like congr- I've always said it before, congratulations to my sister. You know, she's pregnant and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be an uncle. My sister is 22 and she's very mature for her age. She has a lot of things going for her. Like, don't have to worry about anything. And my oldest sister, my oldest sister that I that I that I see ever so often, like she ain't about having kids right now. Like she's about, you know, focusing on getting her money up and then eventually maybe having kids like in the future. And with me, I am not trying to my thing is this, like I'm not trying to have kids anytime soon. I'm not trying to be like a 20-year-old father unless like that happens and I'm truly in love with somebody and I get married to them. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not going to be in a kid and be in a 18 year contract with someone toxic. You know what I mean? I'll love my kid to the fullest. My That's my kid. That's, that's me. That's my legacy. But I would rather have that. And then I would rather have a kid than deal with my baby mama. You know what I mean? I don't have any baby mamas, but I'm just saying, I would rather not deal with my baby mama, you know, whenever. But for us, we all knew like, we aren't mature. We're fucking stupid. We constantly got in trouble. Like, what do we know that, you know, a 20-year-old person's going to manipulate us to, you know? Whether, you know, that 20-year-old, 30, uh, 20, 22-year-old dude is like, oh, you know, I love you, babe. Like, you can't believe shit while these dudes, they're going to say anything to get in your pants. And again, predatory. These guys are going, why are you going up to underage girls? You can't get people your age? That's like saying a senior dating a freshman. What the fuck you dating like a 14-year-old for and you're damn near 18 years old? What the fuck? Like, that shit's so stupid. Like, you can't get no senior your age. Get the fuck out of here, man. But overall, like, that R. Kelly case is just crazy, bro. Like, it's so crazy how people still defend that man. Saying, like, oh, she's a fat... No, no. Like, she didn't know any better. 
She didn't like remember it took a documentary and so many cases and allegations to get this man like and again, granted, you gotta you gotta put some blame on these parents too. The fuck you pipping your child out just to get some money from R. Kelly. There was a I think it was like the surviving R. Kelly one where this chick, she got she was like 13 years old, 13, 12, 13, 14, maybe 15. She gets put on stage with R. Kelly and she gets put in the backstage and the bitch gets kidnapped. I'm like, what the fuck? And he got a, he got away with it. Like, that's crazy, man. But, you know, this whole thing just destroys his entire legacy. And this is what I meant by, like, the first part of the segment where I said he was once considered the greatest R&B singer of all time. This literally takes away his entire legacy. The, the fact that he wasn't, he was acquitted and he got away with that one 13 years ago. Was the, the case 13 years ago when it was clearly that motherfucker. That's insane to me to think, you know, people still support this dude. Once I figured that out, I was like, fuck this dude, but I'm still going to listen to the chocolate factory. And that's my whole argument for today is like, I'm still going to listen to R. Kelly until they take him off. And you guys are like, oh, you're, oh, you're so stupid. You're fucking, I made this, I made this on, I made this thing on Twitter and I made a, I made a case for it and it's not justifying or defending R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly, the man. I like the singer. But when you look at it, there's a, there's a lot of things. You gotta remember this dude married like Aaliyah when she allegedly married Aaliyah when she was 15 years old and made an album saying, uh, age ain't nothing but a number. You know, kind of giving the red flags there, Potter Piper of R&B. You gotta remember, Potter Piper, that motherfucker was leading kids out of the city. R. Kelly, this man was sublimely putting some shit out there. But you can't deny his talents as a musician. Very talented, multiple Grammys, was even on, just his accolades are crazy. This man was on a, a short time at the Apollo, just was a monster in the 90s. But, you know, it sucks to see that, like, people, like, you know, you look up to and stuff, you know, they just go down like that. That's crazy. Like, it's fucking insane. But I'm still going to listen to his music till, till you know, they eventually, because right now there are reports saying they might take him off of Spotify, uh, Apple Music, wherever, like, streaming service, you know, they have his music, they may potentially, t they may potentially take that music out. And I'm not, and I'm all for it, you know? Do what you need to do. Boycott this man. This man doesn't, his estate doesn't deserve a single dime. And you guys are saying, well, why do you, you know, why are you still going to listen? I have an iPod. I still use iPods. So, so I like when I go on walks, I like using my iPod. I don't like no distractions whatsoever. And sure enough, I have pretty much the Chocolate Factory album on there. And like maybe like another six or seven songs. Or Kelly. And it's just like, I didn't even buy those, first of all. Let's remember, guys, this is like 2006. Let's remember when, like, LimeWire was the shit and you had to download everything on your iPod like that? That was me. My mom was like, yo, what you want on your iPod? I was like, I want everything. She's like, all right, cool. And I was really, and my parents were a big influence on music with me. So, like, I love R. Kelly because of my dad. My dad loves R. Kelly because R. Kelly's a great singer. And I liked R. Kelly because he's a great singer. But to, for you to automatically adjust, uh, like, to assume that, Oh, you like R. Kelly music? Oh, you must be a child predator. By all means, no. I love women. I love older women, first of all. I love, 
you know, the 25 to, th- I'm like 20, I'm 22, damn near 23, I like women that are, don't get me wrong, I love women of, I love women that are all within my age range, I love women, fuck the teenage, fuck the, the 19 year olds, the 20, 21 year olds, the 18 to 21 year olds, you guys can go fucking be fast all you want, I don't give a damn, I don't care about y'all, I love women that are my age, cause I love women that are 25 and up, I'm, I, I probably cap off at like 35, I love older women because they know how to conversate. But for you to just automatically assume like, oh, you did this, you must like that. No, that is not my problem. You don't know me. You know nothing about me. I love R. Kelly because this was genuine music. And I'm going, I loved the music. I love the music. I've learned to separate the man from the singer. With all the allegations and all the, and this verdict just kind of just, puts a cherry on top to where I don't support him. I'm not going to defend him whatsoever because what he did is disgusting. But to assume that I like this music, so I must be liking little girls. That's ridiculous, man. And the same thing with like Michael Jackson. My thing is this, like if you're going to hold R. Kelly to that standard, then why aren't you holding Michael Jackson to that standard? Why aren't you holding Elvis to this standard? Because these guys all like kids. And when I say, like, R. Kelly will never be, like, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which he would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer for that, and people are like, he should still be in there. No. This legacy alone puts it away. Like, this whole allegations, him being convicted alone puts him all away. Same thing with Tupac. I don't know how Tupac got in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he was clearly convicted. Even though it wasn't him, he was convicted of it, of the case. And, you know, like, Elvis, that motherfucker married... That motherfucker was like, what, 28 or something like that? And he married a 14-year-old child? That's re- it's disgusting, man. Same thing with Michael Jackson. Same thing with Prince. Prince used to be beating the shit out of his girls. That's like, you can't, you just can't pick and choose. Like, you're moving the goalpost at this point. My thing is this. If you love music, just listen to their music. Doesn't mean anything. If they take out, if they go take out, everything of R. Kelly's catalog, out of them, I, to me, I won't put a dime towards it, I'm not gonna go to the store, and go buy fucking the chocolate factory, so his estate gets like 10% of whatever, no, but what I'm saying is like, separating the man from his work, and you still support his work, I mean like, they're, like whatever it is, like a, a, a great situation, a great, uh, a sin, uh, a great comparison is like Chris Benoit. And people that don't know who Chris Benoit is, um, he's a wrestler. He used to be, he's a deceased wrestler from the mid 2000s. He used to do a lot of things in the 90s and mid 2000s to 2000s. Um, I'm going to use, I'm going to paraphrase what Chiseled Adonis said about, uh, about Chris Benoit. And if you guys don't know who Chiseled Adonis is, by far, go watch Chiseled Adonis. He is a funny ass comedian. And, you know, basically, he's one of the hugest Chris Benoit fans you will ever meet. He has so much merch on the dude. He's just there. But there's one thing. Everyone, a lot of people that defend him say he should be in the Hall of Fame. As to he, in his example, is no, he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. His act that he did, people that don't know, he committed a murder-suicide killing his wife and child and then obviously ending himself towards the end of it 
And the WWE didn't know, and they tried to put this tribute out, and all of a sudden, you know, word gets out that oh, this was a murder. And then they take away everything. They shun him out of the they shun him out of the uh out of the WWE and so on and so forth. But people can't deny that Chris Benoit was by far one of the best wrestlers of his time. Um, you guys can argue saying he is one of the, if not the greatest wrestler of all time. That you can put him on like the Hart family. This is for people that are like WWE fanatics and stuff. But he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because you cannot separate Benoit the man from Benoit the wrestler. His incident overlaps because you can't talk about you can't talk about Benoit without the incident. You know what I'm saying? Like saying, oh man, you don't remember Chris Benoit? Oh dude, WrestleMania 20, bro. I love that one. But man, dog, he should have still been here, man. Like so on and so forth. Da, da, da. Like you cannot say Chris Benoit without the incident. It's now with the same thing with R. Kelly. R. Kelly's accolades, Grammys, all that stuff is, 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 is meaningless now. Because now it's like R. Kelly... And it's the same thing that this happened. You couldn't, you couldn't separate R. Kelly, the man from the incident, because it overlaps it. It just happened thirteen, almost twenty years ago with the allegations, where he was just like, "Oh man, like R. Kelly," but did he really be on that girl? Come on, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people will argue that, and it's weird. Like, bro, it's clearly him in that video, and that's the same thing with like uh, Darren Sharper. You guys cannot even put the greatest safeties in a conversation without Darren Sharper. And Darren Sharper, Sharpner is a serial rapist. And yet people still want him in. And he retired maybe two years ago, three years ago, probably now. He could have been a first. He was arguably a first ballot Hall of Famer. No doubt about it. What he did, the stats he put up, just a monster in the game. But you can't put him in there. And rightfully so, you can't put them on there. So for you to defend these people, you can still enjoy their work. I can go watch a Darren, uh, Darren, uh, Darren Sharpner uh, highlight reel and be like, golly, man, that's a, ma- that's a safety right there. That is what I call football. You can go look at Chris. I've watched Chris Benoit win the WWE Championship from WrestleMania 20 maybe about a thousand times now. doesn't mean I'm like, oh, man, I'm, oh, man, I love this dude. Oh, I'm going to kill my wife and kid. No, it doesn't. Oh, man, I do the Chocolate Factory. That's an amazing album. Doesn't mean I'm going to go predator, uh, to be a predator towards kids. It's the stupid mindset of that. If you have, if you listen to R. Kelly and try to defend him, knowing everything now, there is something wrong with you. There's nothing about defending his music. I don't care if you listen. If you want it, if you want to boycott R. Kelly, by all means, do it. But you are not going to deny me someone that's talented and the memories he gave me with my dad. My dad used to play R. Kelly every time when he came from his homie's house and he came pick me up and we would go driving him and my sister when it was just the three of us and play R. Kelly and we would be singing along with it at the top of our lugs. And my dad would be laughing. you like, oh, you think you can sing? I'll be like, yeah, I can sing, dad. Like, those memories. Like, when I feel like whenever eventually I move out and stuff, like, oh, man, like, I really miss my dad. And I know I can't call him because he's busy. Or, like, I, I, I just don't want to talk to him. But, like, 
not dock to him, but like, you know, like, oh, I can't reach my father at the moment, but I really want to get these memories back. I'll put on like the R. Kelly chocolate, um, chocolate factory and really listen to the, those musics and really memorize like what some of the best times of my life was with my father. Like, you're not going to deny me my memories. You're not going to do that. But on the other hand, if they do decide to take these albums away and literally shun him from the music industry, I'm all for it also. It just means, oh man, you know, like, I'll just go on my iPod and listen to it, you know? Like, that's what I'll do. Same thing with Michael Jackson. So many memories. You're going to deny me Thriller? You're going to deny me Off the Wall album? You're going to deny me the Thriller album? You're going to deny me Man in the Mirror? A Smooth Criminal? Just so many amazing albums from Michael Jackson that I got to listen from my dad. The only reason I love Off the Wall and the album itself is because of my father. I was like seven years old. We're we're riding in our dinky-ass fucking van. Uh, the, 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 I like to call it, well, my uncle likes to call it because my uncle had got it, was the Good Kid Mad City, uh, Good Kid Mad City van because it looked just like it. And Off the Wall was by far one of the greatest songs I ever heard from Michael Jackson. And I love that album. I bought that album and all that stuff. And all those allegations came out. I'm like, damn, Michael, like, really? Like, I felt mad. And like, and this guy's dead. And all these allegations came out. And some of them were really true. So it's like, fuck, Michael really did do that. Okay, I learned that Michael Jackson's a weirdo, Michael Jackson's a predator, but I do like off-the-wall music, and Thriller was an amazing album, Man in the Mirror, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, like, I just love that music, and I'm gonna continue to listen to it, Billie Jean, like, I'm gonna listen to every single one of those songs, but I've learned with every, for every information that I have, I've learned Michael Jackson, bad guy, but I can still listen to his music because I've learned to separate the music from the man. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like that with Michael Jackson to where he got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because of the accolades that he have, but you still have the child predatory cases that are all on him. And that's just me telling you guys, like I'm still going to be rocking with R. Kelly's music. Just fuck R. Kelly himself. I really want to get your guys' opinions on this. Will you guys still be uh, rocking with R. Kelly or anybody that I just said, and that's just me kind of explaining, like, the legacy with people, and just, you know, me enjoying their work of art, there's nothing bad with it, it's not influential to me, it's not like, oh, man, I like this, I'm gonna do that, no, it's not, it's ridiculous, man, um, but I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week, I will see you guys on Monday on the next NFL Sports Power Hour, I hope you guys make your money hope you guys are happy find love do whatever what makes you happy you know what i'm saying if you guys want to follow this podcast you guys can follow this podcast on stitcher apple podcast google podcast spotify yada yada just look up what's your opinions podcast we have a huge catalog again i for all the new viewers out there i appreciate you guys you know continue giving me your guys's reports on everything give us five star reviews you know, make sure and just don't give me five star reviews because I told you. If you genuinely like the episode, give it a review. Give me a review. That's awesome. I do thank you guys. I'm gonna keep saying what I want to say was on top of my mind, and I will continue to give you guys some type of form of entertainment. If you guys want to follow me, you guys can support this podcast by buying anything off of the Vintage City Kings with the Z at the end. That is my Instagram page. DM me if you guys say, "Oh, I listened to the podcast." I'll give you guys a, bit, a little discount. 
anything else uh any news the night shifters will be coming back very very soon alex finally got his internet back and we're kind of getting into the motion of him working very early and trying to figure out that schedule so i hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day your friday saturday sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday wherever you guys listen to this i will see you guys in the next episode peace